0: Hey, this is Greg Grunberg, aka your favorite Star Wars character, Snap Wexley, and you are right where you need to be listening to yet another amazing episode of the Black Squadron podcast. <laughs> Oh, God, it already started like 10 seconds ago and didn't tell us. Anyway, hmm. welcome back. We're back. Black Bro. Squadron Podcast, episode 35. Let's go. <laughs> all right. So what? We were gone a month, and we're back for season two, and we got a new guest, our new host. What's up, Todd? How are you all doing? Todd. Pleasure to be here. Many of you know, probably know Todd from Twitter for his um, mildly unhealthy Baby Yoda obsession. Okay, listen,
1: I have enough <laughs> Baby Yodas, like, I'm trying to make a whole army of it. That way, like, I have my, my little, uh, my crowd when I'm watching. Wait, TV wait, wait, too.
2: I have competition for Baby Yoda love?
0: Oh, you've got so much
2: competition.
0: <laughs> Fuck. He's creating an infantry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> <Finally>. Anyway. <laughs> also, not only are we back for season two and a new host, it's our one year anniversary to the date so me david and slade are the original three cam comes and goes when he pleases you never know
2: i get to do a show with cam
0: yep that makes two of us (laughs) so yeah what's what's been going on the world of star wars let's take a look a ton there has been a ton. Um, I think before we get into all the Emmy news, Slade, did you have a trivia question you wanted to do or no, dog?
3: Well, I mean, if we're getting into the Emmys, um, what I'm going to bring up now, a fun little question for you guys. And we're, we'll get through the Emmy news and then I'll be monitoring the comments, see if anyone actually knows the answer. And if you do know the answer, because you are watching this live or you're not, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens um i'll give you i'll send you some present i don't know what uh star wars stuff okay so the question for this is um what was actually the very first star wars related show i guess you'd call it uh star wars related thing to win an emmy not an oscar not an academy award not a grammy but an emmy if you know that pop it over in the chat that's my question.
0: All right. I honestly have no idea.
3: Either. If I,
0: I think if I thought about it, I could probably figure it out. But here mm-hmm. we are.
3: It's gotta be so, the holiday special, right?
0: <laughs> probably. <Gotta be. laughs>
3: that won all of them. It, it, that, that was the first ever clean sweep of the Emmys. It's still winning Emmys today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so why are we talking about the Emmys? The Mandalorian <laughs> has, as of now, to my knowledge, has already won five. Is that right? Yeah, five. So, yeah. they've won Outstanding Cinematography for a Single Camera Series, a half-hour show. I guess there's a difference between hours and half-hour shows. Excellent. Now it's for Chapter 7, The Reckoning. don't remember what happened there.
3: You don't remember the second
0: one? No, 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 the the so. the actual episode. I don't know. I got hit in the head twice today, so...
3: <laughs> oh, wait, <laughs> by the way, that's the yeah, one that was there. your case. It looks fine.
0: Yeah, yeah, my eyes are just a
3: little bit <laughs> black. Uh, I was gonna
2: say, don't, you can't really tell unless you point it out.
3: Yeah. Uh, uh, so about an hour ago, guys, uh, we get a text message from VP. First, it's just this giant poster, framed poster, like detached from the wall, half broke ass on his sofa, and then this other one of him holding up like a, a cloth to his face. <laughs> I haven't had those to to, uh, D wall a a big ass frame onto his face.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) a little wonky. So stick with me here. (laughs) All right. The second one they went for was outstanding production design for a narrative program. That was for episode one, outstanding sound editing for a comedy or a drama series and animation for chapter one, Uh, outstanding sound mixing for a comedy or drama series and animation for chapter two and then outstanding visual effects for chapter two specifically the child aka baby yoda which they obviously crushed that puppet because it looks so real like so Mm -hmm. much of the time yeah (laughs) um so yeah and i believe it's still i don't know how the emmys work are the emmys still going are they still nominated for things
1: i think there's still two more nights of of potential
0: awards that they could win that's crazy I think there are, what, 12 more they're nominated for or something like that? No, no, yeah. 10, 10 more. 10 I know outstanding drama is like
1: the big like, if they win that, it'll melt the entire industry.
0: That would be insane. Uh, that, would, oh, that'd be amazing. that would be crazy. I
2: wonder <laughs> uh, what they'll be up against.
0: Speaking of the Mandalorian, Mandalorian Season 2 trailer dropped.
3: Yes, it did.
0: <laughs> uh,
3: is it October I, yet?
0: I guess it was. A, it's a teaser, right? Not trailer. Technically.
3: Oh yeah, that's very much as the teaser. They they showed what was it 30 seconds of footage, I think. It, it mm-hmm. wasn't be much.
0: I love the uh the armor speech or the conversation they're having yeah. over the yeah. top from the first season. I love the armor. She's such a badass. She is. Uh it would be really cool to have her helmet. But I'm out yeah. of space. <laughs> uh so No,
3: I, I know someone who makes those things. Oh yeah? yeah. Pretty handsome as a devil a fabricator
0: what else came out in the news oh tales from the galaxy's edge the vr game yeah has anybody played the vader vr game uh, I know vader yeah yes you played it yeah not Did all, all it. of it i have the poster uh, that um the oculus booth gave us at celebration <laughs> Yeah, the the game was like down or something but he's like here take a poster no 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 that wasn't him that was the um the uh fallen order guys we got the poster remember
3: like like cam went or something right yeah, yeah
0: yeah so cam went to the vader immortal panel and they didn't have the posters for some reason like they were given away so cam found some random lady who didn't look like she worked there at all She's like, oh yeah, come with us. She led us like through seven buildings. We could have been being led to our deaths.
3: It was um, actually back to the hotel.
0: Yeah, back to our hotel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we go up to the a random like seventh floor. There's nothing on there but a, just a ton of like swag that Star Wars Celebration was giving away. Um, that was I was actually a lot of fun. Wondering if we were going to die or not. And I, if I remember correctly, I put a sketch card that I drew in a guy's hoodie, walking towards
1: us. Yes! <laughs> yeah.
3: So we're, yeah, we're just walking and. Yeah, he just, well, uh,
0: boop, pops, pops one of this guy's hoodie. One lucky customer. Uh, so Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge um, is really cool because it has Anthony Daniels back as C-3PO. And you get to see Yoda. And it comes out, of course, the holiday season. Yep. Get your get your pre-orders in, folks. Uh,
3: the Star Wars The Sims? I don't know uh, if you call it DLC or expansion or a full game, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, I see some people are having a lot of fun with it. I haven't tried it yet, but it's something. It's more Star Wars for you. So, I've never, I've never played Sims. Go for I, it. I've never played Sims.
2: My little sister, it's like the only game that she will play.
1: <laughs> never played that?
0: I saw people you can make a, your own character and everything for like a Star Wars character. I saw a lot of dark rays being made. <laughs> of course um so i have never played it so i haven't like really wanted to purchase it so i'm particularly jazzed for our next topic which is star wars squadrons which comes out in what two
3: weeks october second right
0: yeah so we'll be sure are
3: available right now
0: it's true and you get a bunch of skins with it and uh something else i can't remember what i got i got an email after i pre-ordered it hello there general um (laughs) so yeah star wars squadrons did you guys see the short they put out I loved it. that made me want an alphabet squadron movie so bad (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. or just more animated like dog fighting kind of videos or something along those lines i I love all the animated stuff that they do so give me more of it
0: yeah i would definitely take a series of that or just like or just more shorts like over time it was six minutes long or so yeah but it was really good it was a lot of fun made me even more excited for the game
3: this last week i've seen my first bit of animated gif or GIF as you do of uh squadrons like dogfighting scenes oh nice that people are, that people are starting to make and it's just like please more please give, want more. give me it all please yeah i want I would like this to be now
0: i was hoping that because I, I had battlefront 2 and I, I tried to hop onto the starfighter section but can't load any games and there's not enough people playing it which i'm kind of surprised that the hype's not there. For people I, it's
3: probably there. Yeah, I don't
0: know. <laughs> uh, Star Wars High Republic number one, as you guys know, was pushed from now to the first of the year. But they released like the first three or four pages of the first issue, which was kind of cool. Uh, I was, I was going to read you guys like a little bit of what the story is about, but I, I won't do that because we're still three months away from the release. So if you want to find that, it's on StarWars.com as is everything else we're talking about, because it's not real unless it's on StarWars.com. Uh, toy news. Two toy things that I saw from our break that I thought I'd talk about. One, uh, the, the Mattel Babu Frick stuff.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. I am so excited for that. I love Babu Frick. Babu <laughs> Frick.
0: Cool. That'd be really fun to have, to put it next to the Sideshow Baby Yoda. <laughs> oh, my god. Um, there's a link to the article on StarWars.com. I don't know it. There was no release date for it, so I'm assuming oh. holidays, because everything else yeah. is holidays. Um, and then the last thing in toy news: this giant, massive Star Wars Lego Star Wars, most obviously Cantina set.
3: I love so it. Hard. I love so, it so hard.
0: <laughs> so, it's already on sale for Lego VIP members, uh, guys. Thirty-one hundred and eighty-seven pieces. It the comes prices. with. <laughs> it comes with twenty-one figures, including Han and Greedo. I don't know why they specified that. What they did um, includes a speeder and a back. It's. I think it was four hundred dollars.
3: At least that's that's too much. I'm sorry. So. <laughs> The, these and big are just too fucking much, but goddamn, I love it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where I would put it. Like, it, like just the amount of space that that thing takes up.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's like three feet totally. It's ridiculous. Speaking Thank of Deans, H- apologies you, H- Robert. We're reading happy anniversary. Oh, Thank thanks. You, Thank you for joining us, like like you usually do. Good seeing you. We're talking Legos.
0: Yeah, I I'm I don't have a lot of Legos just because they're super expensive. <laughs> for what they are and I don't I have a small kid and the dog so it just seems like a bad idea. Do you guys have any Lego sets?
3: We had we I had a lot of Lego sets upstairs from Star Wars to Marvel to Knights and Pirates, all that jazz. Um nothing's put together cuz the kids have just destroyed all of it by now.
2: <laughs> I have an Overwatch set. I've like I always go in and I look at the Star Wars ones and I'm like I want it so bad, but money.
3: We there. do have a bunch of more people watching now than we did right at the top of the show. So I'm going to throw out our trivia question one more time for you all, since now there's more people. Um, and we'll circle back at the end of the episode to see if anyone answered it. If you do know the answer, go ahead and pop it in the comments section. We were talking about Mandalorian winning a bunch of Emmys, which is awesome. So, if you know what was the very first Star Wars related thing to win an Emmy, pop it down there. I'll send you something nice. I give you something nice. That's a fine picture of Slade. And if you're here,
0: <laughs> and if you're here to see it behind the bucket, uh, guys, they will be here shortly. Shortly, uh, and then the last thing. That's true. Um, <laughs> I I have a feeling. It's like puzzles. If I bought a Lego kit, it would just be in the box forever. Um, And the last thing is Thrawn. That's the new Thrawn book came out while we were out. And, oh, look. Props.
3: Hello. (laughs) The
0: blue blue pages.
3: I love it. If you guys don't know, so the first, it was like 10,000 copies of the book or something like maybe 100,000, whatever it was. It's Mm -hmm. only first printing and only first something set of it Have these blue pages because Thrawn's skin is blue, so they wanna show that. Um, is is that blue? <laughs> <laughs> is everything is blue? Uh, did they, if I remember correctly, the
0: pages were, they did the blue page deal because the book got pushed back. I, I, well, at least that's how they sold it. Um, was that that for- might've been a
3: nice little bonus. I mean, yeah. it definitely wasn't planned and it wasn't announced until way after the initial release date. So, yeah, that might have been an extra bonus at the end. And it did debut this week on the New York Times bestseller list at number nine in the nation. So, yay, Star Wars. Yeah, it is it's the only Star Wars book that, you know, the uh, Timothys on Thrawn books that hit that list <laughs> regularly. So, awesome. It's
0: crazy. Think about that because, like, Claudia Gray and... Charles Soule. They're
3: big sellers, but not like top 10 of all yeah. books in the country. You know, that's crazy.
0: That's that's crazy to really think about to wrap your, yeah, wrap your brain around. Uh, Varney does the thing. What did I miss? Um, in 1977, there was a small space film called star Wars. Uh, it took the world by storm. They eventually renamed it to a new hope episode four um, guy named George handsome fella, a little bit of a neck.
1: Just a small one. (laughs) By the way, Todd.
2: Here's the stream mascot. This is kitten. Oh, adore. She makes she makes an appearance at least once a night.
0: And the real stream mascot is sitting right here. Her name's BSP. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um. So yeah, since we're waiting, we're still waiting for Tom to get here. Todd, tell us a little bit about your Star Wars fandom. What what got you into Star Wars? So. It was actually my dad. He took me when the Special Editions did the
1: whole re-release in theaters. He took that, I think it was probably like two because I'm a baby. Um, Took me to the theater at Potomac Mills in Virginia. Um, I didn't do well because again, I was like two years old at the time. So a small child in a theater (laughs) with lots of explosions and loud sounds was a a horrible um, mix. But for whatever reason, it just stuck with me after that. when the prequels came out, I remember you know running around all the toys R Us looking for as many action figures as I could, or um, picking up the early like Nabu battle pack Lego sets. Um, so from there, you know, just constantly loving Star Wars. Um, always was a big Boba Fett fan. So of course, when Mando got announced, I was all on board with that. I remember like literally counting down the days with like a picture of Pedro Pascal at my office desk, like yelling at me from the, again, um, trailer reaction that he did. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, so just love Star Wars, love everything about it, love watching it, love reading it, love running around in costumes of Star Wars characters.
0: Uh, so Todd's not at his place right now, but he does have a pretty silly Star Wars collection. So at some point he'll be back to his place. and. Give you guys a little look, I bet. <laughs> I was going
1: to say, I'll bring out all the uh, the whole army of Baby Yodas whenever <laughs> I get a chance.
2: My, well, these shelves are brand new. They're not set up the way that I want them. But now I plan on bringing <laughs> all of my Baby Yoda items.
1: I was going to say, I'm just waiting on the, the sideshow life-size version. See, oh, I didn't really. get
2: that one. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm <laughs> I remember when they, five,
0: uh. <laughs> when they announced that. Um, I think at the time it was just in our group chat, I think it was just me, Slade, and Cam. And I sent them a link, and I was like, would you guys judge me if I bought this? And before they could even reply, I said, I bought it. <laughs> uh, I,
1: say, I had something similar where I was like, do I really need this? Do I really, really want it? And then like, I sent it to a friend. I was like, should I buy this? And then I was like, just kidding. I already
0: bought it. We're going to roll with it. Uh, my wife yeah, just okay? found out that I bought it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, but BP B- said that my wife doesn't know about it yet.
0: And she found out uh, last week. She goes, what's this charge a sideshow? <laughs> she just says curtains. It's just curtains. I was like, uh, it's a it's circus it's coming curtains. through town. It's a donation to a circus. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. But um, I don't know where our guest is. Let me take a look. All right, let's see here. Hmm.
3: So while you're right. looking at that, let me talk to you about Thrawn. <laughs> All right. So uh, if you have not read any of the other Thrawn books, uh, the newer Thrawn books, of which, you know, Mari's read none, uh, it's okay, though. We still like her. We still keep Look, her reading. I
2: was reading the books in chronological order.
3: All of the books?
2: I started, yeah. I am. I'm. I started. I just started Mall.
3: Excellent. <laughs> That's
2: a good book. So the Star Wars,
3: uh, the Thrawn books. There's three that take the three newer ones that take place. You know, after the Disney acquisition, so they're canon. Thrawn, um, Thrawn Alliances, and Thrawn Treason. Thrawn Ascendancy takes place before all of those. This is technically a prequel, and it's uh, supposed to be a prequel series. So it's Thrawn Ascendancy is the name of the series, and then this particular book is Chaos Rising. No, Chaos Rising, that way. Um, So it takes place, it starts off with Thrawn as a young teen, um, and it shows his rise through the Chiss Ascendancy, which is freaking awesome and how he became a big deal in um, with the Chiss. So a lot of people, their big question is like, okay, is everyone from over there as neurotic and crazy and awesome strategically as he is? And the answer is, frankly, no. He is an anomaly even in their race. Um, so it's just really cool to see him grow through the the system there with the Chiss and how he made a name for himself. Um it's really cool seeing some of the characters brought back from the other uh, series. There is a Anakin Skywalker appearance in this, which is really cool. They do meet up, and it ties in with their Star Wars. Or sorry, their Thrawn alliances meet up. Um, it just gives a kind of different point of view of that. Highly recommended. Um, you can start off with this one. You don't have to read the other three at all because it does give you that early on um, information about Thrawn, who he is, where he comes from. My biggest takeaway from it, and I'm just, I'm kind of rambling right now because BP is not ready, so we'll just gonna go with it. Uh, my biggest takeaway from this, really, is, and I'm going to get flack for it, but the disservice that the Star Wars Rebels show did to Thrawn. And what I mean by that is, even in the older Thrawn series, so this was, you know, Timothy Zahn's old series, 24. 5, 27, 30 years ago now, um, Thrawn was a different kind of a character than he really was in the Rebels series, and especially in this one, you see him more as a—he's he, not a bad guy, he's not a villain, um, but he really has that kind of persona and uh, stigma about him in Rebels, where he's the big bad guy. You know, he's after Ezra, he's doing all this stuff. He bad guy, bad guy, bad guy, bad guy. And he's really almost like a cartoonish, or I'm sorry, like a comic book villain. You know, I'm going to get you, Batman. That—that's really what Thrawn is in Rebels, and that's nothing like what he's like in the books. And I I absolutely adore him in the books. He's—he's a good guy. He's a leader. He is badass. Um, I—I love. I highly recommend the books. Um, BP, what, what was that, Mari? I'll get there. You'll get there. I, you can borrow them. I have them. So that's why you didn't respond to my I like how he was in Rebels comment. I let it slide. <laughs> I <know. laughs> now I see. it was just did, you see,
2: did you see what Jay Roberts said? Uh, last time he read a Star Wars
3: novel, Todd wasn't alive yet.
1: Listen, okay, I get it. I'm a baby.
2: <laughs> how, like, can can I ask you how no. old you are?
1: Oh, no. You. Know. <laughs> uh, 26. So oh, okay, I was going to say, I think I never got around to the Thrawn books, the early like OG Zon mm-hmm. Thrawn books. Um, so Rebels was like my first sort of introduction. Like I knew of the character, yeah. but Rebels was definitely my first introduction. And then the newer trilogy that came out was sort of my like outside of the show introduction to Thrawn. Um, so I always thought it was, I liked the books a little more than how Thrawn is in Rebels just because it's more kind of the inner workings of his brain and sort of how he, justifies everything and i don't know, I thought like i thought he was a cool character and yeah. just seeing that extra layer that the books added but my book backlog is so large that i don't know when i'll get to the new Thrawn book uh
3: did, did you like him in the in the rebel show i did yeah
1: yeah he's definitely like like i said i knew who he was kind of like i was somewhat familiar with the og Thrawn trilogy Um, so the hype and everything, when he was announced as he was coming in, like, I kind of understood that, Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't really have any sort of preconceived, um, views towards Thrawn before the show. So I guess from that aspect, it was sort of nice going in with a, a blank slate, not really knowing what to expect and then sort of basing my opinion off of that.
0: All right, guys. Sorry. Uh, we were having some technical issues on the back end, but the good news is, got it all figured out. Am I
3: muted? Not muted. No, you're good. Hey, hey, yo. you're
0: good.
3: All right, so. And it looks really good when you centered like that, because that hat just freaking blows, man. Yeah. Like, it's probably my favorite hat that you own.
0: Yeah. If anybody wants one, let me know. I can make them. It's easy. All right, so we have Tom from Behind the Bucket Documentary. Who? Let's bring in Tom and talk some Star Wars. Hey, guys. Hey, Tom, how are you?
4: Hey. Sorry. Sorry about the technical difficulties, but we're on.
0: <laughs> oh, the child must be close. Your uh, indicator is <laughs> back here. Oh,
4: boy. I'm going to have to go, guys. Oh, that's so <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, I actually I uh, picked it up uh, uh, visiting Dominic Pace when he was out here in Chicago. So very Let's cool. Huh? Oh, that's yeah. cool. Let's yeah. roll. let's go (laughs) i got
0: the false rifle let's do it (laughs) Uh,
3: how's everyone doing Uh, we're we're, we're doing good we're just um you know going over the things that's happened in the last two weeks three weeks in star warsville so you know the emmys uh squadrons the sims been talking about all of it legos Very (laughs) very
0: cool Uh, So, yeah, uh, we brought you on so you could tell the world a little bit more about your project. Well, thank you very much. Um,
4: I guess I'll just start. I don't know if anyone knows about it here on on the channel right now, but um, it's a documentary that we've been filming about the uh, Midwest Garrison, which is my local garrison here in Chicago, Illinois. And um, if you're not familiar with the 501st itself, it's a Star Wars costume club. And um, we are very strongly based on um, charity work. We do a lot of fun things, of course, like the comic book conventions and, and things like that. But what a lot of people don't realize is what we do is we help raise money directly and indirectly by our parents at many of these events. Um, we do a lot for Make a Wish. Uh, we visit sick kids in the hospital. Um, we just do, um, we work with police and fire departments and different causes um, worldwide. And it's just, um, it's a wonderful uh, organization. It's a wonderful group to be a part of. Um, many people that have joined basically felt like they found their tribe. And um, nice. this is the part of the the club that I want to talk about. And I want to really just, you know, help people understand because they do see us at these comic book conventions and, and the parades and things like that. But they don't realize that, you know, it's not all a bunch of grownups playing dress up. Um, you know, we're from all walks of life as far as being firefighters ourselves or lawyers. I mean, we, it, you name it, we got them all. And, you know, we're all under this umbrella of loving Star Wars and, and costuming. And um, everyone involved too is on a different skill level as far as, you know, what they can build and what they, what they want to build. And the great thing about it is that the club itself is there to help you make that dream come true. So if, if you're a woman or, you know, a male or whatever the thing is, and you want to you get in a certain costume, we'll get you there. And so, so that's kind of, in a nutshell, what the documentary is about and the, and the organization itself. But um, I've been filming for about two years, and um, I have uh, some past history and some filmmaking I've done um, some prop making and and um, been behind the scenes on some feature films. But I made these contacts with some filmmakers. And um, it's been really great because I brought this project to their attention. And unlike a feature film, a documentary is time-consuming. It's it's the long haul. And we film these events as they
0: happen. Has uh, the pandemic caused a slowdown on your end? Because of the yeah. Yeah absolutely
4: um there was a lot of scenes that we wanted to um to get and, and things i had planned and this caused us to be a little more um you know um you know we, we have to use what we got but we also get to be more creative with what we got so uh the also the other thing with a documentary is you have a, a pretty good outline of what you want but until you start getting that footage coming in and rolling with that, you know, you, we're not scripting this at all. So um, you start searching for the story. And that's that's another reason why two years of filming and then now in, in post production, um, it, it, these kind of things take this long. But uh, the great thing about it is that we are filming the Midwest garrison here in Chicago, but this is synonymous with any garrison, I think, worldwide. This can be – People can relate to this in, in their garrisons, no matter where they're coming from. And um, this is not just fan-based you know, um, fan based as far as if you're a Star Wars fan or not. I, wanna, I want people to enjoy this that um, enjoy documentaries. I want people to enjoy this that love Star Wars. I want the costuming or cosplay. But I, who I really want to reach are the families of the members that kind of don't understand why we do what we do. And um, just the regular people on the streets that just kind of see us from afar and not really understand that we're not paid to do this. This is completely volunteer. This is we are putting all our time, effort and, um, you know, and money into this. And the same thing goes along with this documentary. This is a passion project. Uh, Nobody's getting paid to do any of this. Um, These are filmmakers that I'm working with. And, um, you know, everyone's sacrificing their time just like the garrisons do. So um, it's kind of symbolic and, you know, it's kind of
0: poetic, too, in that way. Do you guys, are you doing just 501st or is it you, are you including Rebel Legion in? So, you know, the,
4: the, the clubs, we, we mesh all together always. But um, for the, the sake of our own sanity, yeah, I mean, there's there's so much that we can we can cover just on one fan group alone. Uh, we are just covering the Midwest Garrison, which is a 501st um, Costuming Club, and um, but once again, even though we don't specifically talk about the Rebel Legion or the Mando Mercs, they're they're on film. You know, there's there's footage mm-hmm. of them, and they're and many people share um, dual you know memberships within the Rebel Legion or the the 501st. So um, the point that we're really trying to get across once again is that the the work that we're doing, um, the, Star, the love of Star Wars under this umbrella is being used for charity and, and you know, for helping people. So um, that's the message I'm trying to get across with, with with this documentary.
3: How many hours do you have of filming footage? How much footage do you have right now for two two years worth? Or probably less uh, than that because of, of obviously the situation now, less than two yeah. years, but so how how much do you have right now, just in the back hours
4: and hours, hours and hours? And you know the thing is, um you can never have enough b-roll. Uh, that's one of the things that I've learned. and and b-roll is you know, just footage of not necessarily someone talking or or an interview or something like that, but just catching people in the moment and and you know, catching those intimate moments that you can kind of lay over people talking. And it's just it's a part of filmmaking, you know you need to. Keep the stimulation going, and visuals are popping up as people are talking. And then, as people talk about a specific subject, it's always nice to pan to that you know that particular uh, event. And so that's another reason why it, it takes so long to film a documentary versus a feature film, because you the, the events are spread out throughout the year, and you know if someone's talking about that or or drops a name about someone, um, you know this is where you start saying, well, we need footage of that now, or we need to, I'd love to get a, a sound bite from this guy, or, you know, I'd like to expand on this point. So um you juggle a lot for sure. And um, I have no, no history um, or background in film at all. I'm I'm a 501st member myself, but being a prop guy and a costume guy, you know, I've gotten involved with my filmmakers who are all out of Wisconsin and that's another <coughs> Another issue that we kind of have is being so far away with the pandemic and not knowing, especially in those early, early months, you know, what's what's next. So, but internet is a great tool. Um, we can communicate with each other that way and Facetime, and it's just once again causes us to be more creative.
0: Yeah. Uh, what's uh, what suits do you have?
4: Uh, so I have a TK, which is a stormtrooper. I have a Mando armor, I have a Tuscan Raider. Um I have a shadow uh scout and a shadow trooper. Um what else do I have? Uh that's it for now. (laughs) But you know I think that's kind of one of the things, you know, whenever you start uh you don't really stop at one. Uh and once again, uh like my Tuscan Raider, I'll use that as an example. Uh that that holds Rebel Legion and Five O First. I can be approved in in either both. And there's there's some costumes like that, like the Jawa, for example. Too, um, my son is a Jawa, so I I made a few of those costumes as well. Um, nice. But um, yeah, it's just it's just an ongoing. And then it, each movie that comes out, I'm like, I want that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I want to I want to make that new costume, or you know, just you know. Uh, I, like oh, I forgot. Yeah, right. Uh, I forgot. I have a Mud Trooper oh. too.
0: Um, oh nice solo
4: yeah so i love the parts of it yeah they're super cool looking you know they're like um world war ii type of feel you know so i love that
0: yeah yeah i've said it many times in the show i would love a trench warfare style movie in star wars yeah (laughs) that little scene from solo for two hours oh
2: so good
0: (laughs) sign me up yeah (laughs) actually yeah very cool do you have a dream star wars suit that you would like to have or make
3: or have you done it already?
4: <laughs> uh, yeah, or have well, you I, mean, I mean, honestly, I think anyone that's really known me growing up in high school or, you know, I mean, I've always been that Star Wars collector. I had the toys and everyone would come over to my house and see my collections and stuff. So the fact that I'm a stormtrooper now, I mean, that's a dream in itself. And, um, you know, one of the guys that helped me achieve that dream is one of our, our own members um and i talk about that a little bit in the documentary and uh, so the biggest thing that happens when anyone gets their kit and that's what they are they're their kits you know so you have to still um shape them and form them to your body when you get these things they it's intimidating and um i ended up screwing mine up uh in the sh- in one of the shins i cut it too short and there's no replacement parts you know, and so that's scary because you just spent all this money and you have this dream to to be this character and you screw it up and you can't stretch plastic, you know. So um, this just to show the type of you know atmosphere and the type of camaraderie and community that we have in the Star Wars community uh, in the 501st, you know, he ended up giving me one of my uh or one of his shins out of his kit, not knowing if he would ever have a chance to replace it, but he figured, you know, he he helps other people put their costumes together, so maybe he was going to find someone smaller, you know, and he did. He was able to find um, a young lady that was building an armor, and she was smaller in stature, and it ended up working out for her. But he took that chance, you know, that he could have screwed up his own kit, and that's just the kind of thing this i've not known this guy for that long either too when i joined the garrison so Mm -hmm. the fact that he did something like that those are the kinds of things you know when you you meet a group of people and once again then you find your tribe um you just feel like you fit because i've been that kid you know going to conventions not first time going to a convention not realizing that there's others out there. Not, it's not just me that have this love, you know, for uh, a particular franchise or something like that. So it's it's a very cool feeling. Uh, so yeah, we really
3: quick BP. I hate to jump in on you. I just want to take a very quick yeah. shout out to Danny for joining us. Thank you, Danny. Danny, glad you're here, like always. It's okay, Danny. Thank yeah, Danny. we love that I you're still here. Love you. We're glad you're yeah. here. <laughs>
0: Um, so Slade, myself and Mari We're all cosplayers as well um, I have a bunch of Batman suits And I have What I think might have been the first D Mandalorian cosplay uh, I built mm-hmm. it the weekend after Celebration Last year um, okay. But I'm also, right now I'm building the Beskar Suit uh, and Mari oh Is gosh. building Cara Dune
2: I uh, haven't started, don't say I'm building it <laughs> she's, she's I'm trying to <laughs> Mentally prepare to make because I mostly buy my costumes. Um, I, I can put a closet cosplay together, <laughs> but I just learned how to start, like I just started sewing and then there's armor building in this one and I'm just like.
3: <laughs> That's the problem with the pandemic is we're in no rush. So it's like,
2: yeah. <laughs> I want to build this. I got time. But don't say that because <laughs> that's, that's just more
4: procrastination. More I know. <laughs> procrastination, and we uh, believe me, that's the the cosplay crush is yep. is the worst. You know, I, I if anyone has ever tried to put a costume together before an event, they 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 know all about that the procrastination, and then the last minute, like that s- sudden burst of like, I gotta get this done. You know,
2: my mine's and usually like, oh shit, I haven't bought my wig or my contacts yet. <laughs> well,
4: <laughs> yeah, that night, that right. Do you I'm have scared. a, uh, I a, a, a number
3: you it. can find me later, an email for a good uh, Imperial officer? I'm, I'm trying to put together a Thrawn, and I cannot okay. make that. I need to buy it from somewhere. You know who to get that from?
4: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, here's the here's the odd thing, too, about um, the garrison and stuff. So we we build our costumes, and these are not Halloween costumes. So they're they're, a little no, they're not. <laughs> as far yeah, you know, and you're paying the money, so um, you know when when a kid comes up to you and he sees you as a stormtrooper or, or whatever your costume you're you're trying to you know put it together, um, it's believable because it it looks legit, and you know kids catch on to stuff like that, and, and adults get just as excited, um, but that's a part of the you know appeal of the group, and also part of the frustration because. Um, you have to do your research and a lot of these links and a lot of these builders, like for the costume that you're looking at um, you can find people like that on Etsy and, and they'll, they'll sell uh, full costumes and particularly for your costume. That's where you usually one of the easiest ways to get into the 501st is to do an officer or a uh, reserve pilot, which is basically a jumpsuit and.
2: Uh, oh no. Um.
1: I'll
0: be back.
3: Speaking of jumpsuit.
0: (laughs) So, Slade, when you do a Thrawn, will you do the full eye, full red eyes?
2: Oh, I
3: got to get the red contacts, absolutely. Mm
2: -hmm. Are you, so, are his eyes, like, not just red pupils, like the whole thing, Solara's?
0: I think the whole eye's red, if I remember correctly. All right, we're back.
2: So, I really want to try that. Welcome back. So,
3: his eyes
4: are... Oh, sorry about that. Oh My yeah, ha, have have fun with those contacts. Those are fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have a fun in, um, in our in our in uh, our garrison, and yeah, it's, it's it's full body makeup and and everything. Mm-hmm. So just like a Twilight or something. Yeah, yeah a lot. A
3: sure. lot of people who you know don't research it, don't try and get in, don't know or might not know that you know you guys have very strict requirements for you know if, if you if you're a stormtrooper, you have to have. You know this type of armor and this type of this if you're an officer like you know it depends on if the the rank is curved or straight because you can buy the different ones and you know if you're going for this it has to be this type and that's exactly yeah. to what you were talking about is you know when you're talking to the kids when you're talking to the people at the conventions you want them to have that authentic experience so for the i guess it's membership or you know, to be approved you know you have to follow every little detail and i Totally, you know. Yeah, you, you have to respect that the dedication you guys have mm-hmm. to that, which is awesome. Yeah, my car, yeah. my
1: cardboard box, out didn't really work out so well.
2: <laughs> I actually well, sent in an application and I got like a TK number and everything. But then, like when I started reading through all of it, I was like, oh, "This is a lot." I like, was <laughs> so intimidated.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and I mean, I, I have my TK number right on my arm, you know, and that that's yours for life. So, um, you know, the thing is your approval process is your costume and, um, that's, that's your membership. You're not paying dues or not, you're not paying anything like that, but you know, you just need a, an approvable costume. And then, um, but once again, we're here to help you do that. You know, we want you in, we want you to troop with us. And if you're not familiar with the terminology, trooping is what we call our events when we go out. Um, so you know, it, you shouldn't feel intimidated. I mean, you need to reach out, you need to do your homework. You need to, you know, if you're going to spend all this kind of money
2: Mm -hmm. on
4: a costume, you need to do those things so that it's easy to go through this process. And one.
2: so he's interrupted again, but I was, I was going to mention, like he said that everyone wants to help And as soon as you sign up, you get like um, a book or like a PDF and it's like a list of costumes. And then they also give you a list of resources that you can use to build your costume off of with approved materials and everything. So it's, it there, and there's a bunch of forums too. So like your particular garrison might have like a Facebook page and all that kind of stuff. So
0: can can one of you guys bring him in? I can't reach it for some reason. Oh, it's
2: just me. Hi. Oh, hey. Mm-hmm. I got him. All right. Hopefully.
0: Maybe. Jokes on you, maybe.
2: <laughs> there he is. There he is.
4: <clears throat> Sorry guys, I don't know why I'm getting kicked out. Uh no um, problem. It, no? but yeah, I I I I heard what you said and you're right. It's this was the forum and then once you're once you're on, your um your the world is kind of opened up to you as far as you know makers that are making things just for people in the garrison. So you can start getting on the forums, and you can start finding things that you know you um, you wouldn't be able to find just by doing a Google search. So,
3: right, yeah, yeah. for sure. I totally forgot that when me and Warren were in the army, however many years ago, we were actually in the five hundred first. Totally guys, forgot about this. You guys were
0: Vader's fist. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, do you do you have? And I, you may have mentioned this uh, on social media. Is there an end goal, a tentative end goal, end date for your documentary? Sorry, my dog just did something weird.
3: He's <laughs> prose.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh no! All
3: right. <sighs> what are you doing? <laughs>
1: um,
0: so yeah. Whoa. This is kind of we can see the green room, and there's multiple toms now.
2: <laughs>
0: we got lots of toms. Oh, there's one. There's one. <laughs> yeah. Am I the Whoa. only one getting
4: kicked out of here? Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it might be because yeah, you're on so a phone it's a program, phone. not you. A uh, phone, maybe. Yeah. Uh, sorry, guys. Um, no Yeah, no. It's it's this year. I mean, we're we're definitely shooting for this year. We had um, a date planned for um, an event. That we a pretty big event that we have here is called Joliet Star Wars Day. It's a library event, and they they um, they host the the library, and then they host um, a museum, and then they host a um, uh, what's the other one they do? Oh, the the a theater. It's a really beautiful theater. But they basically it's a big block party, and it's all Star Wars. It's incredible. And I was going to premiere uh, in one of the baseball.
2: No.
3: Oh, yeah. gosh. Um, so what we're going to make sure we do is we're going to have a nice post um, for him up on our uh, Facebook page, on Twitter, giving all this information about where you can find Behind the Bucket, when it comes out, all that information, what it is, all of oh, that stuff. You guys so, are
0: actually uh, in luck, because it's already in the description down below.
3: No, we're going to put even more. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's unfortunate. It's
0: so, yeah, uh, I don't know if he's going to be able to come back or not, but I thought we could just mess around and play a little trivia. It's
1: just uh, – oh, there
3: we go. Oh, trivia?
0: Cool. Yes, yeah, so let me grab my trivia cards real quick.
3: Oh, man. I'm, I'm, I'm prepared to lose. Yeah, me too. All right, Todd, here we go. I was going to say, was... me and trivia never mix well. So uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> On-the-spot
1: trivia, I am horrible.
3: This Danny, really, I don't know much about the Five Hundred First, but it sounds like a transformative experience. Danny, uh, pretty much if you head to any convention, it could be a Star Wars convention or just a comic book convention, they're usually there. Um, they're like the official cosplay Star Warsers, and they're they're badass. So yeah, it's just like he's saying, you know, how he really finds him his family. Um, that, that's so awesome that the group is like that for the people there. And, uh, Hi, Tom. Since <laughs> I was back. Um you can I find I my me- kids
4: off the internet just in case that
0: was an <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know why put
4: There's
1: something going
0: on here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I was saying as you get kicked off, um, I put links to all your social media in our description in the video below. Uh and Thank Slade you. mentioned that we'll we'll post some more stuff on our social media for it as well, because we're all uh yeah. big stars fans and charitable folks as well. So we we really um uh, Really like the project that you're you're working on here.
2: I'm so excited I that. for
0: it. And, and this is this is
4: word of mouth. This whole thing. So once again, we're not we're not. Um, you know, there's there's one thing I've been doing. This is kind of helping get the word out. And where you guys reached out to me, which was on Instagram and our Facebook. I'm I'm selling stickers and and patches, and everyone loves swag, you know. And oh, I'm am. I'm selling these things basically for cost and anything profit that we make is only going in we're so buying more swag. And, um, and then I'm all I'm asking is that people ter- turn in a selfie, you know, and then I can feature them and I can just talk about, you know, more of the star Wars community and then they can talk about us and it's, it's been working. It's kind of a neat little promotion thing that we're doing and everyone gets swag and everyone's feels like they're a part of the project. And, and, um, I'm not going to give anything away, but I have something special planned for all of those selfies, too, so as a way to say thank you. Um, so, yeah, it's um, – it's a, once again, it's just another way to give back and a way to help other people on their social media, and hopefully they can help us as well.
0: And where can people buy the patches and stickers?
4: So, um, direct message um, our social media links Instagram, which is behind the bucket doc, D O C. Um, behind the bucket is on Facebook. Um, behind the bucket is our Twitter. And then we have a website. But your best way is just Instagram and Facebook. And you're literally talking to me on each one of those things. So I will, um, I, I ship all over the world. So it doesn't matter where you are. Um, I think I just have one. I uh, just spent one out to Israel this this week and then um, someone just messaged me from Hong Kong. So I got one going out there, I guess, this week as well. But yeah. Oh, cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm sending I you a message like right now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna DM you when we're done.
2: I, I literally it's I just right, said no problem, I'm looking cause... at you right now. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. your your messages are popping up too. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> yeah, because I am on a phone. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, time time to upgrade to a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys? So, so I I am not familiar with with you guys. Um, I've been doing a lot of kind of podcast and and shows like this lately but uh can you guys all tell me about yourselves
0: a little bit uh yeah um i wanted to start a star wars podcast because i felt like there wasn't enough of the 2.7 million of them so (laughs) um i i put out a tweet and i said does anybody want to start a star wars podcast and david replied pretty quickly and we talked one time on skype and it was like okay let's do this and then Slade and i have met uh we're, we're local here in the dmv uh dc maryland virginia uh we've met through comic cons because uh, Slade has his own uncanny nerd business and then mari is also local and then i met todd Via Twitter because he lives about seven blocks from me. <laughs> um, and he's a oh, big nice! Big man, big Mandalorian fan. So we're just we're we we love what we love. We love this nerd stuff. It's kind of our our daily mm-hmm. life. So we just want to talk about it.
4: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I mean that's and that's that's why I think clubs and and these these um, platforms are are perfect for that. You know, you you get to surround yourselves with people that. You know, I'm not a sports guy. I never really have been. So when I go to an event and everyone's crowded around, you know, the TV, I I get into it. I love it, but
2: Oh, <laughs> he was
3: starting to go too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like this guy, it's about to do it again.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna shuffle these uh, trivia cards because I don't remember the last time we did it. Which cards we did? <laughs> When he comes back, someone pop him in.
3: Hmm. J. Robert Deans is going to embarrass all of us in all these right. Yeah.
2: Oh, shit. I messed up. Somebody else him. is this his frozen one?
3: Is this frozen?
2: I saw him, like, move. He's... Is,
3: is that...
0: There... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Did he want to build a snowman? man? <laughs> All right. I don't know if it's going to work for us now.
2: Tom. <laughs> Tom. Tom's showing us his. Yeah, impression sorry, guys. Yeah. No worries. It's okay. Um,
0: <laughs> but we can't thank you enough for coming on, Tom. Please go follow his. his all yeah, the thanks. links are in, in the description. Support the project. Uh, stuff like this is what, as a maker, I love. So I'm super excited for it. Absolutely. Um, so, thank you again for coming on. Uh, check your DMs because we're all going to be buying. Stuff we're literally
2: going <laughs> to blow you up. Uh,
4: very, very cool. I appreciate you guys. Yeah,
3: right. Tom, oh, nice nice to you all. all you guys uh, thank do you with you the kids. Awesome. You know, uh,
1: everything
4: thank you. you guys and, do for um, um, once, what Yeah, once you come, I'd love to come back on and we can talk about what you guys think of it. Yes.
2: Yes. You have to come you know, back on so we can talk about it.
4: Standing invitation. Yep. Very cool. All right.
0: All right. Very cool. All right, right. thank you
4: guys. Enjoy the rest of your time.
2: Thanks, Tom. Have a good night.
0: All right. You guys want to do some trivia? I'm ready
1: to lose
2: some trivia. Same. I got you, Todd. Wait, hang on. Hold on.
0: Let's let's
2: fist bump.
1: Fist bump. Okay.
3: Hold on. There we go. There we go. Me and David. Is that what we're doing?
0: All right. You ready? (laughs)
2: Let's go.
0: Gird your loins. All right. Who does Darth Sidious intentionally mislead in saying, when my new apprentice Darth Vader arrives, he will take care of you?
3: Newt Gunray. Oh. Bing! I was like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot them or something. <laughs> um <laughs> who, did, who does Obi Wan describe as our only hope? Anakin. Luke. Luke? <laughs> Negative Ghost Rider. It's Luke. Come on, guys. Come on.
2: Oh, that's. On. <laughs> I'm so wrapped up in Clone Wars right now. Like that's all that's going through my
0: head. <laughs> I. This is actually one of my favorite quotes of all Star Wars. So you guys should get this one pretty quickly. Who says being held by you isn't quite enough to get me excited, Leia? (laughs) Uh, What commerce group? Because Star Wars and commerce. What commerce group is represented at the separatist meeting by the stately Sand Hill?
2: The Trade Federation. The banking.
0: (laughs) Banking plans, yeah. Banking oh. <laughs> I was gonna say those are the only two I know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I got a fifty-fifty chance here, and I'm probably not right.
0: <laughs> what planet strikes Luke as something out of a dream? Dagobah. Dagobah. Uh, who extinguishes his lightsaber at the end of Duel of the Fates music video?
3: Ten 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 ten. The Duel of Fates music There's three video. options, really. I'm going to say Is Obi-Wan. Bender? Qui-Gon Jinn. It's Obi-Wan, isn't it? Oh, no, no, no. It's it's, it's Darth Maul on the desert after he was... Uh, when, when Qui-Gon Jay Robert and flew away. Jay
2: Robert it's,
3: knew. Before yep. <laughs> Qui-Gon yep. does his uh, super force
0: jumps. Yeah, it was after he fought Jesus in the desert. <laughs> All right. Damn it. Let's see here. What rebel leader explains that small one man fighters might be able to penetrate the Death Star defenses?
2: Wait, say it again.
0: What rebel leader explains that small one man fighters <laughs> might be able to penetrate the Death say Star Akbar, defenses?
2: Are you bastard? <laughs>
0: it's not Akbar. It's not Akbar. Isn't it Dak? I'll give you. I'll give you a hint. It's. Um, think our star wars dungeons and dragons character that i had dodana <laughs> Dodona, coolest name ever oh. um which i'm oh, sorry what I character what that. character refers to the force as a mixie bag maxi bag sorry maxi bag reading
3: oh, uh uh jar jar
0: yeah so who else talk like that <laughs> <laughs> Um, who does who does Han Solo? The,
2: Mar- <laughs> <laughs> the lipstick just helps emphasize, He's like <laughs> B missing it <laughs> Uh, pff,
0: what does Han Solo credit with being pretty good in a fight? Who, who? Sorry, Chewie. Negative Ghost Rider He's pretty good in a fight. Pretty good in the fight. R2
2: uh, D2. Uh,
0: Luke? Luke. Luke. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, Luke. Two for, I'm two for two on the Lukes tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Luke Who's separated from Luke Skywalker Luke. <laughs> during their search through Cloud City?
3: Huh? <laughs> who R2 D2. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Little Rolly Boy. d 2 uh, What twosome traveled together from Hoth to Digaba?
3: R2 <laughs> and R2. Luke and R2. <laughs> This, and is Todd?
2: this is a
1: Luke card. <laughs> I was going to say, is there another Luke one?
3: <laughs> uh, oh, told- hold on, wait. There is a much better answer about Cloud City. What was separated <laughs> from Luke? It <That> is <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, Yes, Danny. <laughs> Danny
0: is now in the lead.
3: I award you 10 points.
0: <laughs> Gryffindor. Um, Who tells Obi-Wan Kenobi that the council approves his request to train Anakin Skywalker?
3: Yoda. Yoda.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Approved?
0: All right, we'll do uh, two more. I'm going to pick them at random. Two more cards, that is. Because Stone Cold said so.
3: agree with your business.
0: Who saves C-3PO from Jabba's hungry sidekick? R two, R two.
1: that magical quacky monkey lizard.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, who suggests that the Republic gunships aim right above the fuel cells of the Trade Federation starships to escape Genosis? That's a mouthful.
2: <laughs> Can you uh, repeat that? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna throw out Anakin. <laughs> it is. It's Anakin. I'm not reading. Uh,
1: Read Annie's comment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man. oh who does, man! Who does Luke claim is gravely mistaken about him? Jabba
2: Palpatine Palpy Yeah
0: Palpatine Third time's the charm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh. Let me take another sip.
0: Oh, this is a good one. This These are the kind of questions that I really dig. How many of the 30 people who went after or went to rescue Shmi made it back home alive? Like four.
3: Two. Four. Hmm. It was four. Todd, ah, good call. Dude, man, to what win. is this?
2: I thought we yeah. were homies here. Not yeah, going to yeah, not we're gonna, gonna be winning this. Okay,
1: Grand Ross talking. Todd's talking. I think that's what that is. Mm -hmm. I'm just running the table.
0: Let's see who answers this the fastest. You ready? Okay. (laughs) Is that a sound effect, or is that really happening? (laughs) That was perfect. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Who was that? Oh, boy. (laughs) I have no idea. Who's who's that coming from?
1: What
3: that happened here? David hasn't moved here. Like <laughs> Came out of his butt. The there you go. It wasn't me. All right. Oh wow. God. <laughs> it was him. <laughs> Oh, that oh, that was the one-hour marker. Oh, was it?
0: <laughs> what? Okay. Is that a thing now? I don't know. We're going to keep going because. Have I'm we not. been
2: laughing for a minute and a half?
0: Apparently. Damn, updates. <laughs> I don't
2: know.
0: All right, see who can answer this the fastest. What planet does Princess Leia consider her homeworld?
2: Alderaan. Alderaan. Alderaan.
0: Places. What term does Qui Gon define as life forms living together in for a mutual advantage?
3: That's a deep cut symbiots boom
2: I was like it's not parasite <laughs> <laughs> so the other one <laughs>
0: what character signals the gunkin retreat after the battle droids destroy their shield
3: captain tarples
0: no retreat Jajar. Tar-
3: that Tar- yeah. tarples
0: uh, What city is Luke Skywalker hey, in? You know, Derry,
3: where you at, other team?
0: <laughs> and David? What uh, What city is Luke Skywalker in when he loses his first lightsaber? I
3: was about to say, his first hand. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was like, he's only lost one, guys.
0: <laughs> Cloud City? Yep, Cloud City. Was,
2: that's what I was going to Who yeah. is
0: referred to as the Emperor's Prize? <laughs> Marjade. Is it Luke? It is Luke. Okay, it's, it's all <laughs> Luke for Todd.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm <getting> a Luke- <laughs> <laughs> We're changing Todd's name to Luke.
1: <laughs> I'm starting to get a little Luke worm
0: out here. <laughs> ah, remove him. Remove him. <laughs> um, who's the first rebel to verbalize that the Falcon's escape from the Death Star was, quote, too easy? Leia. Princess Leia.
2: Yeah. Shut up, Slade.
0: What planet is led by a prime minister named Lamusu? Camino. That is correct. I'm gonna pop off my top. Um, last question for all the marbles. What official wears elaborate makeup that includes a red scar of remembrance? On the lower lip, that represents the time of suffering in her land. Oh, it, it technically says the Queen of Nabu. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the uh, chess way of saying it. Yes. <laughs> All right, I think that will do it. <laughs> Alright, so that was our first show back in months We'll get back into the flow a little Easier probably next time Which may be next Friday, maybe in two weeks I haven't figured it out yet um, but Anything else you guys want to say before we go?
2: Welcome in, Todd, <laughs> Todd. Well down on your first show
0: Thank you <laughs> Alright, Todd, we do have a, a tradition for everybody In the first show, you have to spell Thrawn's Real first name
1: oh, boy. Backwards <laughs> backwards
3: i aced (laughs) this by the way yeah (laughs) oh uh 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 the 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 emmy trivia oh yeah did anybody answer it there's a lot of comments we had a couple of guesses they were all wrong okay Uh, so
0: what was (laughs) the first star wars property to win an emmy i'm
3: still riding on uh, holiday special so this is a kind of cool one um the mandalorian was the first emmy for anything disney plus that's kind of cool well
0: done Hold there. Hold on one second. Uh,
3: the first Star Wars something to win an Emmy was actually the Ewok adventure, Caravan of Courage, 1985. It won for outstanding <laughs> special visual effects. Bum, bum, bum,
0: bum. you know. Did you know that September apparently is Ewok movie month? Oh, <laughs> With that being said. <laughs> 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 All right. Um. Like and subscribe to the video, please, and thank you. Follow us on Twitter. We're ge- we're getting closer to a 1,000 followers. I'm going to give away one of these signed Grumberg hats somewhere over there. I don't know where it is. Yeah,
3: yeah, so, yeah, Ewoks came out in, like, November. So I don't know why it would be September that doesn't.
0: The cricket's back.
3: September is the Lord of the Rings day. That's, like, Hobbit, Hobbit day or Bilbo day or something? Because that's when Bilbo and Frodo's birthday is, September. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> well, no shit. You should have known this when I asked the question. <laughs> it's either Ewoks, Thrawn, or Obi-Wan. That's all I really give a shit about.
0: <laughs> it's true. And butts. All and, right, kids. Uh, we will see you guys when we see you guys because I don't know
3: when it's going to.
4: for a bulge in the insinuation of an ass